Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca. It's the first Sunday of the month, which means it's time for another edition of our pop culture show with my lovely co-host, Joan Kelly Walker from The Real Housewives of Toronto and the face behind the Joan Kelly Walker collection. That uh, She has an affordable brand that helps support the Breakfast, Breakfast Club of Canada, and you can find that brand at walmart.ca. And she had a fashion show recently. We're going to talk about that in a second. Second, uh, just after I introduce our guests. So this is a show where we discuss celebrity and entertainment news, current events, and all topics relationship related. Today we're going to be discussing career change and support from your partner, what to do to keep your relationship hot, non-traditional wedding ceremonies, and so much more. Joining us today are some ladies that know all about fashion and keeping their relationships thriving without having to sacrifice their happiness. We have handbag design and creator Ivana Walker from Anna V Designs and Claudia Capalbo. She's a fashion industry professional with over 15 years in the business working for magazines such as Flair and Hello. She is also a fashion stylist and professor at Humber College. Welcome, welcome, ladies. Thank, Thank you. Uh, so it's so ironic. You guys are all here in studio today, and we were all part of Joan Kelly Walker's Fall Winter Collection Fashion Show at uh, the International Fashion Encounter this past Friday. What an amazing show, Joan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I really can't thank you guys enough. It's so great the way that all my friends are really rallying around this. And I love having my friends involved in the show or in the show because this brand is about real people and real life and it's really reflected when you know when my friends are modeling they get out there and they just enjoy themselves it's not like you're what you're watching girls like that are so focused on modeling perfectly I just want people to have fun and really keep it real so that's fantastic so thank you you all did a great job <laughs> well thank you for letting me be a model I'm only like five foot two and a half or yeah something. but you look amazing oh, thanks <laughs> You and do. your dresses fit amazing. Yeah. And the quality is great for the price. Yes. Tell definitely. us a little bit more about the brand. Well, the whole purpose of the brand, why I started it, was uh, it a way to give back. I'm, I love philanthropy and I wanted to create something new that was unique for me that married my love of fashion and philanthropy. And so I created this clothing brand that is affordable by everyone in Canada because it's available at walmart.ca. The prices are great. The quality is high. Uh, you get multiple washes out of everything. And the best part is that all the proceeds go to Breakfast Club of Canada. That's amazing. It is. So, Claudia, you've been on the show before. Welcome back. Ivana Walker, this is your first time, and we hope that you enjoy yourself with us today and you don't run out of here crying or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. I'm happy to share. So, one of the hardest things about relationships is learning how to strike a balance between you and your partner's needs. Uh, As career paths become increasingly torturous, more couples are facing the pressure of supporting a partner through a major career change and navigating a two different sets of dreams and aspirations can can be a lot of work and can get messy. Now, I know that the two of you ladies, Claudia and Ivana, had a career change later in life and you were able to do it quite successfully with the support of your spouse. So I want you to tell me a little bit more about that journey while making this change and your partner's role in this transition. So Ivana... Since this is your first time, I'm going to start with you. Okay. Because you have a great story, so let's start with that. Well, thanks. I appreciate you saying that. I do like sharing my story because I do encourage other people, whether they're my age or 
20-somethings who are in a path where they've got a job and they want to change to be more creative? And how do you take something that's creative and make a, a career change so you can make it sustainable and get a paycheck from doing it? For me, the it happened to be I'm a goldsmith by trade for 30 years. And five years ago, I was on a trip looking for a handbag to put my readers in. For those who get to my age, the it's hard to re- hard to go out to a restaurant and not be able to read a, a menu. You make it sound like you're in your 80s. Or <laughs> no, it's just as my uh, eye doctor says, you're getting old, and when you get old, your eyes just get a little bit more weaker. So I need the I and the restaurants are so dark, so it's so hard to read the menu. No, it's not that. It's just my eyesight is a little bit weak and. I do not wear glasses during the day, only for reading. So you so need to carry them. I need to carry them. And in my and five years ago, our phones were so much smaller that the handbags were either flat or they were big. There was nothing that was about five inches wide, which is what our phones are today, and uh, something that's light that could you could travel with. So you could wear it during the day as a crossbody, and then at night. Uh, wear something as a clutch out to a nice fine restaurant as opposed to taking two purses I wanted one and I couldn't find it so I happened to be looking looking it happened to be my birthday Mm -hmm. so I knew that the um, the fee or the price tag was something that was there was no limit to it so I looked at all the high-end designers thinking okay I'll find it nope couldn't find it but I did fall in love with a Versace bag it was heavy, it had snakeskin, it had leather, it had um, fur on it. I went to pick it up, it weighed so much, and my wallet wasn't even in there yet. So I decided that that's it. Um, I'm going to make it. That's it. I stomped out of there. I looked at my husband. I said, okay, I, I need to make this. And he laughed at me. He was like, sure, you will. I did. I went home, I researched, I found a couple courses, and there I was. I ended up in Texas. I found someone who would teach me about leather and how to machine stitch, and I fell in love with the textures of leather that I jumped on a plane, went to Italy, and learned how to hand stitch from a leather school in Italy. Amazing. Mm. And Claudia, your story quickly before we go to break. Yeah. um, I mean, mine was a little bit different. I was at Flair for seven years. And then after um, Flair went digital, I just decided to take some time and become a freelancer. So he and I sat down, we talked about it. And I basically gave him two years. I said, I'll, you know, I want to try this for two years. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, then, you know, I'll go back to my nine to five type of job. And he was incredibly supportive. Your husband. Absolutely. Just so much supportive. So we knew that we could, we could do okay for two years while I kind of ventured on my own. And um, it's been uh, an amazing journey. Like, I mean, I couldn't do it without the emotional support and him being uh, present so much. And we're going to continue with this conversation after the break. We're discussing career change and support from your partner on the pop culture edition of the Dating and Relationship Show. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show. My name is Joan Kelly Walker. I'm sitting in today as co-host, of course, with Laura Bellotta. Hello. Your regular host. And joining us, we have incredible guest today, Claudia Capalbo. Welcome. Thank you. And my sister-in-law, Ivana Walker from Anna V Designs. Hi. Now, before the break, we were talking about career change and support from your partner, which I think there's lots to talk about here. I want to hear more about how important is it for your partner to support you? through your major career transition. Claudia, let's talk with you. You said your husband just was like, of course, absolutely, whatever you want. Do you think that's normal or is that what you expected from him? You know what? Well, just based on his kind of character, that I totally expected that. He's always been supportive from day one in every journey that I've gone. And I've gone through, you know, many different career paths. Um, But when I told him I wanted to freelance and try it for a year, he was like, you know, Give it a go and you and expected him to have that reaction. Did, were you I concerned did. that he might be a little more Not like, at well, all. how are we going to do this? Not at all, because, uh, I mean, obviously, financials are really important. So we did sit down to make sure that financially we would be okay. And that's why we kind of came up with this, okay, we'll give it two years. Because obviously, the first year is going to be me getting myself out there and mm-hmm. establishing my network. And then the second year, hopefully, would be profitable. But, you know, we did make sure that we were financially able to do that. Because that's really important. You don't want to just jump into it without kind of making sure yeah, that you guys are Yeah, because then it just causes stress. Is he the type of husband that says, honey, you can stay home and watch the kids if you'd like. You don't have to work. Because there he, are some husbands like that. Yeah, okay. he is. Honestly, I so think he for was him, supportive from day he one, was, really. He's always been supportive from day one. So he just said, you know what? Give it a try. If this is what you want, this is your dream, give it a try. He goes, I just want to see you happy. And so, you know, and now I with... I just want to see yeah, you happy. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And yeah. it's amazing because, you know, I go out a lot with my network and my events. Obviously, being in the fashion world, you get invited to a lot of things. So a lot of the times I'm... I'm you know, not home in the evenings and such. And he's he's totally great at kind of holding down the fort while I pursue my career and my dreams. And uh, he's just been a you know tremendous support. But you need you need to have the conversation. You need mm-hmm. to have the dialogue as well. So it's not just the finances, but it's also the communication of knowing what the expectations are on both sides. Right. So Ivana, you mentioned that you had seen this Versace purse and mm-hmm. you decided you wanted to make it. How did that catapult forward to you thinking, okay, I'm going to change careers and I'm going to become a purse designer. And what did your husband think about that? Well, it is definitely extremely... Um, it is a change and what happens in a relationship when a change happens it's like walking on eggs so for a little bit it was walking on eggs and my husband would say okay I'm gonna gently ask this because I do want to have sex again (laughs) (laughs) that's very important so that's how he would approach the subject I I'm gonna ask this gently and when he did it, when he asked He's it that way, man. A smart man. very yeah. wise man. We're married 30 years last oh, week. And thanks. And so what happens is by us communicating and asking the questions, the shoulders don't go up. They go down and it's a conversation. It's not it's not um, you're not being reactive and communication, communication is so key. absolutely cannot stress that enough. Yeah. So when you were having this conversation, had you already got a plan in place? Like, no. I'm going to take this course, I'm going to do that. No. So it was more kind of like just blindly saying, Blind. this is what I want to do and my heart is telling me. And it, a lot of, I think a lot of men might think, okay, I don't know, this is a bit of a wild goose chase. We thought yeah. it was a hobby. Ah. It was, it was. It started as a hobby, not necessarily a business. And then as demand increased, it transitioned and um, I took six months with a business plan to decide, am I going to do this or not? And unfortunately, one day in the car, 
I just said it. I am. I was living in Kentucky at the time, I, and we were living together because of his work. And I said, okay, I've made the decision. And he goes, with what? And I said, well, I decided I'm moving back to Toronto, starting business with or without you. And that's how we started the conversation. It was like, oh, okay, well, how do we plan wow. on this? And was he very supportive Bold. from the beginning? Wow. He had a plan that wasn't my plan, but yeah, we talked about it. And it, he was supportive, but it was a lot of talking. So those people listening in that might be going through something similar, what are some things that uh, that you need to keep in mind when you are supporting a partner in uh, such a change? Claudia? Yeah. I think um, a lot of things, first of all, you have to make sure that you're both on the same page. That's 100%. So making sure you're both on the same page in terms of like what, what the next plan is, like you know, how long is it going to be for? Is it going to be for a year? Is it going to be two? Is it going to be a five-year plan? And making sure that you're openly communicating about everything from financials to, you know, how you're going to be able to, um, you know, work schedule and things like that. Because that's the other thing, too, is I'm sure you know, being an entrepreneur, your work schedule isn't 9 to 5. No. You know, like I'm up until 1.30 in the morning some days, uh, you know, with my work schedule. So making sure that there's also like that understanding and expectation. So set the expectations from the very beginning. And, and there's and, and the beginning of yeah. starting a new business, there's really no money coming in. There's none. And that's a really important point, right? <laughs> Most couples, and I that, think, yeah. a lot of couples yeah. wouldn't be able to kind of step out and say, okay, until you figure it out, I'll support For you. Sure. Like most of the time people need two yeah. incomes. And, and that's it, the additional stress. Yeah. And there's days I miss it. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, there's times where I see him come home at five o'clock and he's done for the day. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh man, I wish I had that luxury. <laughs> and, and knowing that you're getting salary every month and the benefits and all that. So there's like, there's so many advantages to having a full-time job that How you about do five sacrifice. Five o'clock yeah, and sure. he wants dinner. I'm like, yeah, but I still got to work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't like the nine to five job. I'll never do it again. I can't. You know I what? I just am either. not from, cut from that like, cloth. It's, yeah. it's so I've funny. Like Sunday nights, everyone's struggling because the next day's Monday, and I'm yeah. thinking, huh? I, <laughs> <laughs> I can sleep in. I can yeah. sleep in There's if definitely I want. Benefits. Not even sleeping in because I usually wake up around seven anyway. But just knowing that you can wake up and you don't have to rush anywhere and get ready to go anywhere. It's something There's a sense beautiful, of freedom. Beautiful it's a sense of freedom. That. So I'll sure. take a pay cut any yeah, day. For sure. That's, uh, yeah, and we're going to talk about a little bit more about self-care um, after the break, but uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Pop Culture Edition of the Dating and Relationship Show. Stay with us. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're listening to the Pop Culture Edition of the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta, with my co-host, Joan Kelly Walker from the Real Housewives of Toronto and the face behind the Joan Kelly Walker collection available at walmart.ca. Joining us in studio is Claudia Capalbo, she's a fashion industry professional, and Ivana Walker, she's a handbag designer and creator of Anavi Designs. Welcome back, Thank ladies. You. Okay, now, Mattel, have you guys heard about this one? Mattel, the toy manufacturer uh, who introduced the first Barbie in 1959, has debuted a new collection of gender-neutral dolls so that kids can play with whatever doll they desire without limitations. The doll line is called Creatable World. It's designed to keep labels out and invite everybody in. The dolls can be styled with short or long hair and skirts, pants, or both. How do you ladies feel about that? I'm going to say change has to happen. It, it is happening. 
So our toys have to change with the times. I think it's a good and, marketing thing. It's good for Mattel to keep up with the times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's bringing awareness to um, to transgender uh, people and what's going on in our society today. And our mm-hmm. society has changed and will keep changing. So I well, think, I think it's, it's a good thing. I think it's all they're vying for more market share. I well, think so. I don't think a big course. corporation like that. I'm sorry. I don't think they're thinking, you know, social responsibility as much as they're thinking their bottom line. Okay. So do you think children should learn at a young age that they can choose their gender? What do you guys think? Well, it depends on kind of what age you're talking about. I think they have to be aware of themselves. I think it's going to have to, I think it varies on every child, but I think, you know, I think that they should at three, wait. four, do they uh, know? I don't wait think Wait till so. they're a little bit older. Yeah. Right. I think but it I has to. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say, like, I think at three or four, you probably don't. Most mm-hmm. cases, you don't know. But maybe as they get older and they start to become aware of their themselves and their bodies, then yeah, at that point, I think. Ivana, they, they I was going to say, if they ask the question, it has to be answered exactly like the books do for what, when, uh, where do babies come from? When that question comes, should be identical to this question. It should be answered, and it should be answered edu- with education behind it, mm-hmm. not just what your philosophy is. Well, a Dr. Ken Zucker, one of the world's foremost authorities on gender identity issues in children and adolescents, says that for kids, uh, or says that especially for kids, especially younger ones, the issue is much more problematic. Gender confusion is often temporary. And about three-quarters of uh, little kids who have issues with their gender boys who want to be princesses and girls who throw their dresses in the garbage will be comfortable with it by adolescence. Many of them will grow up to be gay or bi. Mm -hmm. Gender confusion can also be a handy label for whatever ails a child or her family. That's why Dr. Zucker takes a watch and wait approach. He even advises parents of princessy six-year-olds to say, you're not a girl, you're a boy. So there you have it. Mm -hmm. So people Mm -hmm. should take the watch and wait approach apparently i think I some think, parents might take offense to that yeah yeah i think it depends on the kid it depends Absolutely. on your parenting I, you, I think you know that's that's a good opinion that's a strong opinion and i think if you're if you're not clear in your own mind as a parent you've got to you've got to gather all the facts look at what all the experts have to say and then and then look at your child mm-hmm. and just you know let them lead the way yeah. And even in school nowadays, children uh, at the age of seven and eight are, are learning about transgender, lesbian, gays, and being bisexual in school. Do you b- believe that this is the right approach? I think that's... It's sex ed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it that's the reality of our culture. I that's mean, that's, right. that's I agree. what's out there. So I think they need to be educated at an early age so that when they're out there, they're not, you know, shocked or... I'm not understanding or confused that they're aware of. Mm -hmm. And more important, I think they need to learn their own boundaries. And you have to have that conversation around wherever they're at or if they're Mm -hmm. leaning one way or another, just so that they can prepare themselves. If something that they're not comfortable with, they know how to respond. Absolutely, And, you know, that's just safety. A lot of times at seven and eight, these conversations are not happening at home. So what it's doing is it's forcing the kids to have the conversation with their parents. Yeah. Or with parents. other kids. Mm-hmm. And with other kids, mm-hmm. correct. Now, the three mm-hmm. of you are moms. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yes. And I'm not. Okay. 
Let's <laughs> be clear about that. How do you feel about okay, that? Okay, now, you ladies are all in happy relationships, and I'd love to hear your feedback on some of the things that work well in your relationship to keep it thriving, because I know that you guys all have pretty decent, healthy, happy relationships. So who wants to start with this? Ivana. Sure. You and I have you had just celebrated 30 years. You tell us how it is. Ivana yes. and I have had conversations Around the this. campfire. And I was like, oh, Ivana, you have to come on the show, because you taught me things that I didn't even know. So where do, do I, where do I start with? Do I start with date night? Date nights are fun. Whether you have kids, you don't have kids, date nights are so fun. It's the anticipation of going out, picking something, picking a restaurant, picking the wine, and uh, just enjoying a date night out and holding hands and forget about holding everything else. Hands. Oh, holding hands. Holding hands, yes. Some people assume that you don't hold hands or kiss after oh. you've been married for 20 years or so. You I know what? Not. Holding it's... hands is intimate. Yeah. It is. But for me, also, uh, both my husband and I, we have busy lives. But when he is traveling, we have our thing is on Friday nights. He'll come home from a trip. And what I do is when he walks in, I let him drop the bags if he's from Europe and, or if it's just a short trip, I'll meet him at the restaurant. I won't let him into the condo um, because that's my space. And I've realized if we meet outside of the condo, we go whether it's for wings or a nice dinner out. When we come back, we're coming back together. So it's a shared space again. Oh, wow. That's yeah. nice. Isn't yeah. that nice? That's really nice. <laughs> yeah. Because I like that. then, I, yeah, exactly. Because I found it, I was becoming territorial with my space. It was no longer his because of the amount of travel. And I'm talking, he would be gone for two weeks at a time and then come in. So I found that if on Friday night we end up at the wing place, have a drink and there we go that's really amazing that you came to that realization and saying i became territorial because i don't think a lot of people would even consider that and that's part of it and, and that probably important. wouldn't fly for most people right joan i'm not sure that you could tell don yeah i don't yeah he's kind if he wants to come in he's coming in but i want to get back to this hand holding thing but we need oh, to take a break okay okay uh, we need to take a break we'll be right back uh, we're talking about things that work well in your relationship to keep it thriving on the pop culture edition of the day and relationship show. We'll be back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Joan Kelly Walker sitting in as co-host today with your host, Laura Bellotta. This is the Pop Culture Edition and our guests today are Claudia Capalbo and Ivana Walker from Anavi Designs. Thank you, ladies, for being here today. Now, uh, before the break, we were talking about things that work well in your relationship to keep it thriving. And you mentioned something about holding hands. And I just want to get back to that point because, (laughs) you know, I've actually mentioned to my husband a couple times you know I really like it when you put your arm around me or when you hold my hand Mm -hmm. and like I think it sort of didn't occur to him because we've been married for 20 years that after a while as you said Laura that you just you kind of don't bother but it's the way you say it like if you just get angry because they're not doing those things and opening the door for you and things like that it's not going to happen you have to just you know it's gently just be truthful like I like it when you do this and then they'll be more inclined to do it I right think. It, because they're not yeah. necessarily aware 
of of how you feel or what you want, right? So yeah. if you if you bring awareness to it, then it's then, a small thing. Yeah. So what other things do you guys have? Any other tips that work well in your relationship to keep it thriving? I think definitely like a sense of humor is really important. I think we laugh a lot and uh, we're always joking around. I think that kind of keeps it lively and just really finding time for each other. And, you know, one of the things like I even posted on my Instagram today about, you know, making time to, to tell people that you love them. And I think that's sometimes we forget that. But, you know, taking time out of the day to say, you know, I love you. Have a great day. Things like that. A little text message to let you know. But that, do, you that think it's, do you think it's necessary to tell somebody that you're, you're with or you have a relationship with that you love them every single day? day yes I do I think it's my mom my husband my kids I agree all day every day I think for kids you can never tell them enough I agree and the kids, it doesn't yes. matter how old they, they are but, yes, but, but even your partner even your partner and, and what about to if you say don't, good if, morning what about if they don't reciprocate yeah. does that upset you well I mean <laughs> it would okay. absolutely but I mean I wouldn't take it to heart it's it's just Something that I feel like is important to be able to tell someone that you love them. I don't think a day should go by wouldn't, mm. without you telling someone important. In and your Yvonne, life. what were you going to say? I'm going to say good, saying good morning to someone is so important. My kids would send me a text in, in this day and age where it, they're just asking for something, and I'll respond with good morning, and I'll mm. wait for them to say good morning first back um, because I feel it's really important that we can we say I love you and good morning. Yeah. My younger else. son asked for that. He said, Mom, you know, in the morning, I know you're busy. And, you know, because I get everybody going and everything. Instead of coming in and just, you know, getting me up and getting me going, can you come in and say good morning? So now I come in, I give him a kiss. Aww. I make sure it's a nice good morning. And then I say, <laughs> breakfast yeah. is ready. And then off we go. But he asked for that. So yeah, he was I, able to speak up for himself. It's and so advocate important. For himself. It's so. It, I think saying good morning to your loved one is just as important as I love you. How about good night? Mm. <laughs> Actually, when my husband travels, when he'll say as he won't bother if it's late in the night, he'll just send me a text saying I'm heading to bed. I wish you a good night's sleep, and that's our good night. And mm. if I respond fine, if not, that's okay. Now, they say that opposites attract. Do you find yourselves uh, to be opposite of your partner or do you yes. have more similarities? Totally opposite. Totally opposite? Totally. So totally, totally opposite, opposite can work. Yes. I think it can work, but I feel like there has to be some commonalities there. I mean, like things like hiking are important to me. So although I might be different than my partner, I want him to do certain things with me. Like that's important to me. Are there certain things that are important uh, for you guys in terms of what your partner's like and and um, his likes and dislikes? Time. I give him my time. That is something that is common to both of us. But other than that, I, I want him to be different. I don't want him to be similar to me. Because Joan? I mm -hmm. think opposites attract. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I try and, and do things that he enjoys, like p uh, playing Frisbee golf. And he's really good at it. And I am so <laughs> bad. Frisbee golf. Frisbee golf. Oh we God. have 18 holes set up around the oh, cottage. Goodness. And it's super competitive. Yeah. And, Too competitive. And I mean, every, all, most of our guests, the guys love to play this. And so I kind of play best ball. And I trot along behind them. And it's embarrassing. Because I can't throw. I think it's like if you have fingernails or something, you can't. <laughs> throw it as well. <laughs> or coordination. But I, for I me. do try, and he doesn't mind that I'm really bad at it. He appreciates the effort that I'm trying because I just want to be with him. That's My nice. husband asked me to play golf with him. 
It's something he loves to do. I just can't get into it. I can't get into golf <laughs> either. It hurts my back. <laughs> so Mike has no interest in fashion do. at all. No. Zero. no interest. Zero. Has mm. never come to a fashion show ever. Really? Yeah. Most my husband men are very similar to that. Yeah, he nice. doesn't he doesn't But he's shown joys. Yeah. He's come to my fashion yeah. shows, but he doesn't enjoy this industry as much yeah. as he's he either. is very stimulated by his own industry, which right. is, you know, business and finance. So I go to a lot of his things because right. I also find that interesting. But you know, I don't I don't expect him to reciprocate because he has so little time to himself. Yeah. So here's but, an important question. So everybody relationship even healthy ones always face some sort of trouble and misunderstanding so what is something that helps you get through some of these conflicts wow that's a great question um communication communication but sometimes I misunderstand what's being asked so what I'll do is I'll say can you ask me in a different way just in case I get it wrong of how it was asked because sometimes my answer will be very negative and I'm trying to be positive. Can I ask you though, is that via text or is that in a conversation? Both. Okay. Both. Because I find More, when you do a, a text conversation, oh, it's it, always miscommunication. Always. Always. So I had a couple of friends the other day and they were arguing about something and they asked me to kind of sit in on it. And, um, and the first thing I said was, okay, tell me the top five things you love about each other. And we started with that. And they were like, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know. And it was just so nice to hear the other person say those things that it brought the crisis level way down and everybody was able to communicate How did better. you come up with that, Joe? I have no idea. <laughs> I think you taught me. I stole it from Laura. No. <laughs> we need to take a break. We'll be right back. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. It's the pop culture edition of the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Bilotta with my co-host Joan Kelly Walker. And in studio, we have uh, Claudia Copalbo. She's a fashion industry professional and Ivana Walker. She's a handbag designer and creator of Anavi Designs. Before the break, we were talking about things that work well in your relationship to keep it thriving. I think this is an important topic, so we're going to continue with this conversation. Who's got more tips? <laughs> you know, for me... I'm on- not in a relationship yeah. right now, so <laughs> I'm not going to give you guys Claudia, any tips. <laughs> Oh gosh, it'll be 23 years. 23, and Ivana, you are 30, 30. and I'm 19 and a half. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, so tips. For me, in the morning, like always just making sure that there's always a good morning. I think throughout the day, just even a little message checking in on each other is really important. I think for me, it's time. I think compliments. Time is really important. Yeah, I mean, you know, even today uh, coming into the show, he was like, you look beautiful. And it's just things like that that just really kind of make you. Right. Joe, I know that you mentioned that before on the show. But one of my favorite things that is really important to me is because like I was saying to you, I go out to a lot of events and sometimes I don't get home until like past one o'clock in the morning. And he always sends a message saying I hope you get home safe like just make sure that you're home safe and I think when someone takes the time to just you know gives yeah, you that thinking of you I love it and it honestly like no matter where I am there's who and who like if I'm out with my friends or whatever he always messages and says I hope you get home safe and I think that's so important and yeah. I think it's 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 important to put your partner on a pedestal and compliment them make yeah, them feel good huge. make them feel sure. like they're number one and there's nobody else 
That's right. Yeah, it does. And it does. and make them feel good about themselves, right? Sure. Yeah. Sure. I think compliments are huge. Like on a day, it'll be a Sunday. I haven't even brushed my hair. I come out. I'm my buttons aren't done up properly, and goes, "Oh, don't you look pretty today?" Oh. And I'm like, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know thank what? you. But I love yeah. it. But, you know but what? I love it. I've been it. talking to, to a lot of men recently about this about this subject, and I was like, I gotta go get ready. I look like if someone might give me a compliment, I'll have no, I, 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 my hair's not done. I have no makeup on, and I'll be like, really? I like I look horrible right now. And they're like, no, you look beautiful like that. And, and the consensus is that men like women in their natural beauty. True. Uh, they like when we're not wearing tons and tons of makeup. They like to just pretty much, you know, wake up and uh, look like that. But can I just say too, like I think uh, we talk about us and what we want out of the relationship. I think it's important too, like for us to take the time because I've heard this not just through through my own relationships but through relationships of my friends that you have to take the time to also acknowledge them and appreciate them. And I think a lot of men in relationships feel like they're not given that recognition or appreciation. So just being able to say to him, you know, thank you for watching the kids or thank you for doing the dishes or cleaning the house so that when I get home I'm not having to deal with uh, a messy house. But I think just taking the time to also say like you look nice and hope you have a good day I think it has to work both ways because I think if if it's too one-sided it's not going to be a balanced relationship Mm -hmm. and also to communicate that because I actually if I say something negative all of a sudden I'll get you know it would have been nice if you said it this way thank you for emptying the dishwasher and it's like it refocuses me well at least he's communicating that Correct. to you because a lot of men won't do that that's why no, communication gonna is get angry. so yeah. exactly okay, and missing, then he won't do it and we're missing an important point here sex yeah you have to give your man sex yeah and you have to mean it and want it for sure you know but it's more know. mental than it is physical because you can get physical anywhere, but when you're with your partner, it's it's more mental. So you have to make sure that you have that mental connection or and the that foreplay. Love. And yeah, like all of that. I mean, holding hands yeah. is foreplay. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you. Okay, let's talk about what men want in a relationship. So, ladies, let's... I'm going to start holding hands as a today. <laughs> yeah. like, Give me your hands. Give me your hands. From your experience, what do men want in a from a relationship? Well, I think respect is number oh, one. 100%. Companionship. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine just lost their wife and I asked the question I said I know you're going to start dating soon and it's okay what is it you're looking for in that relationship and he said companionship yeah that's major and to be loved unconditionally do we all want that though yeah we, we do. all want that I think acceptance yeah. too Yeah, we want to feel accepted the way we are and not have to change and pretend to be somebody that we're not yeah for sure comfort Comfort, love, support, acceptance. I think all of that's really important. I think what's important to men too is is physical connection mm-hmm. yeah. and attraction too. Most men uh, are looking for someone that they're attracted to. Mm-hmm. And giving confidence to them, whether it be in a sexual form or in, in a verbal form, just to give them that confidence. And praise. Mm-hmm. Joan? Yes. Anything coming from you? I think you get you get a lot of mileage out of praise. But that comes down to being honest and truthful, like not just empty praise, but it has to be acknowledging all the good stuff. And also, you know what I find is when my when we use the words like we 
and us and our instead of, you know, because I find in relationships, a lot of people are, are going in two completely different directions all the time that it's hard to come together and you're thinking, okay, well, I'm doing this and you're doing that. But you have to use those words like this is our retirement or our trip or our this that that makes me feel better because I feel more like, okay, he is still committed for the long haul, even though we've been married for 20 years and we haven't mm-hmm. talked about it lately. So I think that's important to think really big picture and to communicate that as much as you can. Well, good points, ladies. I was just going to say too, I think the last thing too is just making sure you put effort in because I think especially with us, we've all been married a very long time. I think you have to continuously yeah. put effort. And I like, think it, it, it doesn't over come time, easy. we get complacent. We, we do. We get comfortable. And we, and we, we take our partner for, yeah, for granted. It's. I always say effort is so important, and effort could be something as simple and, as like. And things can um, seem so boring yeah. with your partner. Yeah. And people need to know that the grass is not always greener on the other yeah. side. For right? sure. But what we're saying today also reflects to someone who's just been dating. Yeah, you got to put the effort in. You got to put That's the effort right. in, and the effort's got to come from both parts. Yeah. But I think when you're dating, you you're putting more of an effort in than when you've already got someone. <laughs> oh, it should be equal. It should be equal, yeah. but it's not always equal, yeah. right? Well, yeah. look at how many people, you know, gain weight after they they get married, and they again they get complacent, mm-hmm. and, and then they think, oh well, you know, they already love me, so I can just do whatever the heck I want. But yeah, really, you know, in reality, that's why the divorce rate is high. You need to take care of yourself well, and your you partner. Well, you were taking care of yourself when you were dating. So how all of a sudden is it okay for you not to be taking care of yourself? Like that's sort of misrepresenting It's not yourself. okay. Yeah. <laughs> we need to take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Global News Radio, the 640 Toronto, the Dating and Relationship Show, Pop Culture Edition. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show. This is the Pop Culture Edition. I'm Joan Kelly Walker, and I'm sitting in with Laura Bellotta, who's your host Hi. of the show. And our guests today, Claudia Capalbo and Ivana Walker from Anavi Designs. Claudia is a veteran in the fashion industry. So I want to talk, I want to kind of switch gears a bit and talk about Renee Zellweger. You know, she was all over the place at TIFF because she took quite a bit of time off and then she came out with this film, Judy, where she portrays Judy Garland. I saw the trailer and Did it Did you interview her at TIFF? No, I didn't see her this year. What was your best interview? Oh, oh. wow. Your most favorite. Uh, Eddie Murphy, believe it or oh, not. He was great. Was he, he just funny? springs to mind. You know, he was more serious because, you know, this is a big deal for him, this this film that he was at, at TIFF with. And so he, he answered the very you know, the questions very thoughtfully and he was very interested in the questions and having the perfect response. So I, I totally respect that. Uh, but back to Renee Zellweger. Um, now, she admitted that she prefers self-care and a meaningful relationship over conventional career advancement, which is interesting for someone in her position being a movie star. I'm not sure if I totally believe that. Really? Well, it says, I mean, she says, you don't have to give up caring about yourself and loving yourself just to be successful, that a balance of the two is more important. And if you focus solely on a career, you may lose sight of who you are. Do you guys agree with that? I have a hard time with that because um, if we don't, sometimes financials come into that picture. Mm-hmm. 
To and make I think that it decision. depends on. But what then you're focusing on the financials. You're not focusing on your career. Mm-hmm. I think it depends yeah. where you are in your career. Mm-hmm. Like when I started single in the city, I literally like took a shower. I probably ate twice a day, and I sat at my computer for twelve hours or more. Maybe no, more than that. Maybe like sixteen hours. I probably got little sleep, and there was no self care because I had to get this company going and make sure that I was bringing in some money. But eventually, as time went on, of course, I take care of myself. And that's important. But in the beginning, I think it, it was very difficult. So you feel like you had to put that time in in order to reap the benefits later. Right. But I do feel that uh, self-care um, is more important than a career. But again, it depends. Like I don't have children, right? So if I'm supporting my children... Uh, then I need to work hard and do whatever it takes to to to, to, to support them and to uh, yeah. To but it depends them. too, like what you mean by self care. Like, is that putting on makeup every day? Is that going to the gym once once? No, a, I don't know, think it's days? making uh, putting. But on that's makeup what I'm meaning. Like, day. like how much self care is it? Is it taking time for yourself one hour a day to focus on you? Is it to meditate? Like, so I guess it depends All on those what things. That, yeah, eating healthy, going it's, to the gym, or you don't have to go to the gym to be healthy. No. I just started taking Mondays off. For my self care, that's important, and yeah. then I can because you probably work s- Saturday, Sunday. I do. Well, that's important, though. I do, and yeah. at night, and to midnight, and two in the morning. So if I designate Mondays as my day off, and I tell people Monday is my day off, and you must have a very supportive husband to be able to do that. Sundays is his day. Okay. So he's always home on Sundays. So Sundays is his day. He doesn't know it. He hasn't figured it out yet. (laughs) (laughs) But I make Sundays his day. So if he wants to do something on Sundays, I say yes. Yeah, because that wouldn't fly for a lot of guys, I know, in relationships. Some guys want you to spend, uh, you know, the evenings with Mm -hmm. them and and pay a lot more attention Mm -hmm. to them. Joan, would that fly for you? Well, you know, our schedules are, are... like we have no schedule we're always all over the place and there is no routine whatsoever and that's really challenging and I think a lot of people can't deal with that so you know we kind of etch out the little bit of time that we have and sometimes you know we get invited to so many things but it's more important for us to just stay home even if he's working out in the gym and I'm reading a book somewhere else at least we're home together and we still feel like that's family time and that is part of self-care and I think too, Joan, and we've had this conversation, you get invited to so many things. Mm-hmm. And we've had the conversation where you're like, you know, I, I, I should be going to this, but I, I need to take care of myself. You know, I need downtime because if I don't have my downtime, I'm not good to anybody. Yeah. You, know? you gotta you gotta maintain and you gotta save your power. And I'm kind of in that mode right now. I've been sort of turtling a bit and turning down a lot of invitations because I have some really big things coming up. Like, uh, you know, uh, forwarding my fashion brand and, and keeping that going. I've I've got the Women of Influence Awards coming up. Like I have... Congratulations. I've, thank you. But I've got things and I'm, I'm, I'm seeing D-Next, which is a big thing out at the University of Oshawa. So I have like big things coming up that I need to really be uh, with all my energy to do because I want to do a great job and I can't be distracted doing that and and for me that is self-care and I think it's important to be selfish sometimes mm-hmm. you can't be everywhere all the time and you can't always make everybody happy yeah. I, I often struggled with that but as I'm getting older it's getting easier to say no yeah. no yeah I need to take care of me <laughs> 
I can't make it. Because uh, over the years, I found that a lot of people would say no to me, and I would look at them and go, well, how, how could you possibly say no? But now yeah. I get it, right? It's but like, there's extra pressure nowadays, too, with social media. Like, you think, like, I need to be at this event so that I can get the pictures on the red carpet because I need to post something tomorrow. And there's <laughs> there's this pressure, which is completely is. ridiculous. Yeah, but people fall into that, especially in fashion. It's like, what are you wearing? Who are you wearing? you got to go to a fitting. you got to, you know, it, it yeah. it's an energy taker. It's not hard. that it's bad. No, no. Sucker. But you do yeah. have to prioritize because even when we had the cashmere event on the 25th yes. there, like that night I had four events that I was invited to. And Me too. And yep. it's like, how do you get to everyone? You, it's, How it's did impossible. I not get invited to the cashmere event? You know what? I would have invited you because I was one of the designers uh, that night. Yeah, tell us about The dress it. was yes. stunning, we by the way. Seconds. You know stunning. what? I was so terrified because I've never made stunning. a dress using bathroom tissue and I really <laughs> was so nervous. You couldn't I even thinking, tell. I was afraid of I, I did one version of it and threw that away, did another version of it, and it fell apart literally, and they gave it back to me. <laughs> I finally, you know, I kept just trying and trying, and, and then I still was not confident about this dress. And I was terrified. And I went there really thinking, like, this this could go really bad. And as soon as I turned around, I saw it on the model. I just breathed Stunning. a big sigh of relief, and it's like, okay, it worked it he looked, looked so exciting. So red yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in to the pop culture edition of the Dating and Relationship Show. Again, thanks to our special guests, Ivana and uh, Claudia. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, my co-host. Uh, don't forget to tune in next week. Until then, I'm Laura Bellotta, and this was our take on the pop culture edition. Ladies, how do we get a hold of you? Uh, you can go to my website, Instagram, at Designs or AnnaVDesigns.com. Beautiful handbags, by the way. Thank you. Claudia? It's uh, Instagram, Claudia's Fashion Fix, and it's Claudia with a K. And Joan? At Joan Kelly Walker Official is on Instagram, and my website is joankellywalker.com. And my website, singleinthecity.ca. I think you guys know that. And at Laura underscore Bellotta on Instagram. Ciao for now, everybody.